Hey, what it do, everybody? We back for another episode of the Dorsey Den Podcast. I am DJ Dorsey. And I am Maya Dorsey. And this is the Dorsey Den Podcast. So you already know, come on in, sit your butts down, let's have some dialogue. So, right now, we are actually in Dallas, Texas. And, um... I don't know if it's appropriate to say we got company because we're actually company in there. <laughs> we are the company. Yeah, we, we are the company, but they company to the show. Um, and actually, uh, avid listeners. Um, and it's, it's our top dogs, our, our top friends, in the words of today's terms, BFF. BFF. I still don't even know what BFF means. Best, Best friends forever. forever. Is that what it means? Because I was like, why Such is there two Fs? Friends forever? I never knew that. Nerd. Never knew that. But welcome to the show, LaShawn and Joy Lewis. Thank you for having us. Fake claps. <laughs> now, I got to, I got to. Now, Joy don't know where I'm going with this, but Joy is, I'll never forget, back in, Joy Joy is an awesome singer. Really? Excellent. She's got stage fright, and I don't understand why. I'll never forget. (laughs) (laughs) She said she got it right now. And and the thing is, with you being a singer, you know how to hold a mic, and you know how to get on stage and just really sing. Yes. But Joy, Joy um, actually had a song that was featured on power yes uh it was season three episode three holly and tasha in the car please pull them over boom that's a supportive head yo i was about to say season four (laughs) i didn't realize it was season three season three three. episode three episode three and i remember they was in the car and joy was like i think you at texas was like yo my my song was on power so it was like the kids already know do not come that's another one. Walking Dead and Power, the shows that we watch. <laughs> Do not come in this room while we watching our show. And um, I remember we were just looking for it and was just like, yo, she made it. Yes. Yeah, Power, that's yeah. that was that, that is one of my top three shows. Yeah. Walking Dead, Power, and my top one is probably 24. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. 24 is probably one of my top shows. Um, but yeah, so... Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was that was. That's why you shouldn't be afraid right now. You know, never know who's listening. And, and, and saying that, this is one thing that I always say to people: if you're gonna do music, be authentic with it and mm-hmm. get publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can own your masters and record and put on iTunes and put it on SoundCloud. But if you ain't got publishing, yeah. you can only throw that ball so far. Yeah. True. Publishing. Absolutely. Yeah, publishing is like the wind behind that ball and taking it to get to certain places. So, yeah, congrats on that. Um, Absolutely. A couple of years later. No, we told you that. <laughs> but that's for the listeners to know. Um, so, what we, we down here in Dallas, Texas, and y'all the type of couple that wherever y'all go, y'all, y'all like our LeBron James one for me. <laughs> wherever LeBron go, I'm a fan of that team now. He was this in Cleveland. True. I was we a Cleveland Cavalier. That. This we is true. That. He was in Miami. I was a Heat fan. We missed you in West Virginia, though. We missed you in West Virginia. We, we y'all didn't stay long enough for us to get there. <laughs> y'all got to West Virginia when we got there. They was like, y'all know Lashawn. They was like, yeah, they uh, went to Atlanta. We, like, <laughs> <laughs> we they just stay long. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the the and, and they're saying that what we going what we wanted to kind of touch on today, what we talked about was um, the difference in people like me versus y'all. Somewhere in between is Maya. 
but people that like to relocate. Right. Like right. I'm the type of person that I don't mind dying and being born in Dayton, Ohio. In the same house. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> there you go. In, in the, the same, same house. <laughs> yes. In the same room. <laughs> facts. All facts. No, like I mean, Dayton is home for me. And, you know, I know people that's been in the military and they, you know, right, right. they moved to Arizona and then they in Texas, then they in West Virginia and then they in Maine. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Maine. I don't know nobody that ever went to Maine. <laughs> I do. I know two people from Maine. Really? I don't think I know anybody that's from Maine. Engineers, no less. Both of them. Yep. Maine seems like it's nothing but land, about eight houses in the whole city. They said it's beautiful. I heard that. And the seafood is really good. Yeah, well, they surrounded by water, right? Yeah, well, I need yeah, to be yeah. going. Yeah, exactly. For the seafood. But, but, so, but you guys actually... Love, like I, I don't know if it's love. Like, what, how do you feel about relocating? Because well, I mean, I mean, I think that's a good way to describe it. We 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 love the opportunity to experience a different culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we I mean, we travel a decent amount, but when you travel, it's just a snapshot, right? It's a very mm-hmm. short period of time. You're usually doing the the whole commercial thing, you're touristy not getting things. right the touristy stuff. Yeah, 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 you're not really getting into the culture of an area. Mm-hmm. But um, when you live there. You don't have a choice, mm-hmm. right? You gotta you gotta adjust to the culture. You have to learn to appreciate what each city has to offer. So, we love that opportunity, and for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're an engineer. Yep, I'm an engineer by degree, not by practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, what do you make, math? <laughs> no, not, not this time around. Yeah. Like, why his roof got melted snow and everybody else's was frozen? Uh, what he in there cooking? Yeah. No, um. But by 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 uh, by it's career trade, yeah, you're, yeah, you're an engineer. Yeah. Right. So right, you've right. had several jobs that have, you know. Yeah. yeah. So um, my my undergrads in electrical engineering, and then I have an MBA in manufacturing engineering. Mm-hmm. And um, when I graduated, even before I graduated, I've never done anything electrical engineering. It's either been in um, quality or manufacturing. Okay. And so even when I when graduated, I knew I didn't want to be an engineer forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm not cut from the same cloth as most engineers, uh, and so I knew from the moment I graduated, I wanted the opportunity to move up in advance. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to make a lot of sacrifices, and relocating is one of them. Okay, that's a big one. How do you feel, Joy, about relocating? Well, I know the answer, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's stressful. It could be stressful, but like he said. Um, experiencing the cultures of another city, state, the people. It's just, we love it. And most of the time when we moved, it's come with a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and we get to meet people all over and make friends with people all over. Not tons of friends, that's one of the challenges, but we do get to meet people um, when we move over. And then I say, you know, just knowing people all over the world and having connections. Right. Have been, has been good. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you find? How do you, like moving? How do you guys deal with that part, that so, aspect? So we kind of have a system for yeah, it. Yeah, I heard uh, you, got, you got it down to a science. <laughs> we kind of have a system for it. Yeah. So the the first thing is to really ask yourself why do you want to relocate, mm-hmm. right? Um, as Joy mentioned, relocating can be very challenging. Um, so you have to really know what your why is before you before you do it. Yep. Um, if you don't, when you have um, movers who show up late, when you have damaged furniture, when you have to move into three different apartments for various issues, when you have to stay in a hotel for a few weeks, 
um, you have to be reminded on why you're doing it. So that's really the biggest thing is the, well, the first thing really is right. understanding the why behind it. Yes. Um, and then another is where do you want to where do you want to move? Mm-hmm. Right. Where are you really interested in going? Because you got to search out school you district. Gotta, you got to search. You got to use lots of things you got to do. But yeah, I mean, you're right. So, you know, um, any city, especially if you decide to move to a big one, you can get anything from living in the hood to living in multi-million dollar houses, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you have to understand uh, or ask yourself, why do you want to be in that city? What about that city are you drawn to mm-hmm. that you have interest in? Um, and normally we start with um, the the schools because right. that's most important to us because we right. have children. So where first we decide what cities we want to move to and then we decide – you know, of course, look at jobs, um, and then we decide what areas within that city that have the better schools. Mm-hmm. And we try to go after uh, school public schools, um, the uh, decently rated public schools mm-hmm. before we do any kind of private stuff. And let me put this out there. Every state that we have lived in, with the exception of West Virginia, have been places that my lovely wife wants to move to mm-hmm. every single one and so um for me that that made the decisions a lot easier knowing that she was on board mm-hmm. versus moving somewhere of my own interest with the exception of west virginia mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she gave me a window in west virginia uh, oh so that's why y'all left so quick that, that was that was a big part of it okay that was a big part of it yeah so we moved to west virginia i think joy gave me four years i think is what she said she gave me I think it was four. She probably gave me two, but um, she gave me a period of time. And said we got to be out of, mm-hmm. we got to be out of West Virginia. This mm-hmm. is I didn't sign up for this. But it was actually a really nice. It was. Place it to was. Live. The people were extremely friendly. How nice. long did y'all stay in West Virginia? Uh, we started the we one started year, one year and a half. No, July tenth, two thousand ten, and then we left uh, December nineteenth, two thousand twelve. So two years. Two thousand twelve. Two years. Yeah, a little over two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really a nice place to live. It is, and it is a true state in the United States. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the west, the west side of Virginia, right? Wow. It's Commonly west Virginia, West Virginia, the state. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, but the people were really friendly, though. It was, it's, it's uh, for anybody who gets a chance to uh, go through West Virginia. Uh, usually on accident. It, I mean, the people are very friendly. And it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, because I know the only time I've really been to West Virginia is uh, Willing. Yep, passing through. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, you know, leaving Ohio to go to DC or Baltimore yep. or something like that when we drive, and um, I, I didn't experience no culture there. I might have stopped at the restroom or something. But I think one of the funniest things is the story you told me. You hit a deer. Mm. Yeah. yeah, a deer hit him. Oh, deer, a deer, deer hit, hit me. You. Yeah, with a suicidal deer. That's what we called it. it was right after the Great Recession. <laughs> it ran right so into we, we said <laughs> it couldn't handle the financial collapse, so it ran into my car. <laughs> Men suicide. I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, I was actually coming from uh, a funeral in Dayton, um, and I was driving down the road, and just driving, deer just randomly ran into the side of my car. Just it was it was completely random. No other cars on the road, and <laughs> it was, all this free area, and it ran into my car. A true story, like it just ran into the side of my car, and um, and so we I hadn't been here that long, maybe a couple weeks. And so I get to work and tell them what happened. And I had my direct boss at the time. And then another coworker offered to loan me their cars when my car was getting repaired. And so I ended up uh, borrowing my boss's car for two and a half weeks when my car got repaired. Yeah, Man, that, that nice. to me, that's one of the funniest but generous things. Because I'm like. Oh, yeah. Very generous. Well, no. Where I'm from. <laughs> where we're from. from. Right. Where we're from. <laughs> borrow nah. my car. Nah. Right. nah. What type of stuff is that? Most people only ask to borrow sugar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah. 
I know. Craig. I know. I know. It's it's uh, it was incredible. We had never experienced anything like that. And that's just one example. Probably the biggest example of people's friendliness there. But yeah, West even, Virginia was like our training ground to moving. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. what I will. If anybody wants to relocate from their hometown, that's what I would say. The first move, if you can control it. Try not to go so far away mm-hmm. um, good, so that you can always make it back to friends, family, and love. Because I was only, what, about four hours? Three and a half. Three and, three and, and a half, half. yeah, from okay. Dayton. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a, yeah, it was it's about a three and a half too. drive. Yeah. So I would say that was kind of our training ground yeah, that's, that's true. to relocating. Yeah, started getting, getting our further. Whistle wet. I know. And further away. We weren't away. running away from Dayton, I promise. We weren't <laughs> running away from Dayton. <laughs> and y'all probably thought we was joking the first time. We was like, we going to come visit y'all in Dallas because we went to Atlanta I don't know how many times. Yeah. At least four or five. Yeah, at least. least. Why y'all was at least. See, there were a couple Because it was times we came twice Twice a year. year. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm saying at least four or five. But for us, that was seven hours. Seven hours, some change, driving. And then when y'all moved to um, um, Dallas, we was like, we going to come see y'all. Y'all probably was like, we'll see. I don't know what y'all thought. Ah, no, we, we, we believe y'all. We now, believe that's people we don't necessarily believe when they say that. Mm-hmm. We, we believe that y'all. Because we hear, this, our, this is actually our second time here within. It ain't even been a year yet. Because like, right, yeah, yeah. we last time we came in July. July. Yeah, it was yeah, July. Yeah, it so, ain't even a year. Well, yeah. Yeah, July. Last mm-hmm. July. Yeah. That's another yeah. thing that we enjoy doing, too, is when we move to another state and we get to experience it we like to invite our friends and family down so they can experience it too Mm -hmm. we love doing that right we actually try to get homes where we have enough space to do that that. because it's enough space here absolutely (laughs) because I start to bring and them (laughs) and them everybody got cousins and them that's true yes I have a question though so like LaShawn with engineering because I hear um, it's another girl that I used to work with her fiance was an engineer and he got recruited like right away so mm-hmm. our engineers like just highly recruited where you don't really have to apply for jobs but you're kind of sought out uh, or yeah, is that I mean, specified for certain areas of engineering well well um like most professions you have to have experience in it um i've never been so fortunate to where people just found me mm-hmm. other than recruiters mm-hmm. uh, headhunters um but I guess to, to, to clarify, engineers are always in demand. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a hard school to get into. It's a hard school to graduate from. Um, and then depending on your discipline within that, it's even harder. Um, and then you factor in being a minority, it's even tougher. There's just aren't, there just aren't a lot of us, right? Mm-hmm. And so when a company finds uh, an engineer who has experience, an engineer who came from a good school, an engineer who uh, is a minority, they chomp at the bit for them. They're just, they're just, they're, they are very rare. Okay. They're very rare. Um, and so I haven't I haven't had a lot of, like I said, I've had a lot of people come and find me, unfortunately. I okay. wish I wish I did. That'd be great. Yeah. Right. Uh, but 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 when I had put my resume out there, I mean getting phone calls, especially when I was applying as an engineer, that was that was rarely an issue. Okay. Or if it if it was an issue, it didn't last very long. Okay. Yeah, it didn't last very long at all. Engineers have a lot of options. As long as they're willing to relocate, we have a lot of options. So, because when it comes to engineers, you got different types. You got, t- yeah, yeah. So, so are you like transferable? Um, well, so, so it's it's one of those things to where engineer engineering degrees. I feel like they have the ability to demonstrate. They they have the ability to demonstrate their ability to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, for myself, for example, I'm an electrical engineer by degree, but most of my work has been in quality. 
Okay. Right. And so being able to learn different disciplines within quality engineers. Because you're like in leadership. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a associate director. I have about 13 employees who report to me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, they, they have ability to learn. Uh, my mother was, is an industrial engineer by degree, but she's worked in manufacturing. She's worked in um, process improvements. It's not it's not a one size fits all. Mm-hmm. I know um, several engineers who work uh, who are software engineers by degree, but then they work in software, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not a one size fits all. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And see, all I knew when I was, I went to Wright State for computer engineering. Mm -hmm. That was like what I was going to school for Mm because my dad said, you're going to make great money. You need to go. But I hated every day of it. That's right. And so I was like, this is not for me. Now, had I thought about other engineering areas outside of computer, Mm -hmm. maybe I would have stayed in my field. But he, that was never a conversation about other disciplines it was just computer engineering and i hated the whole computer thing and that happens for so, a lot of people yeah. so it actually happened yeah. for me one thing a lot of people don't know school. is that i hated school yeah a lot of people don't know that oh did you? i didn't know that hated yeah. school no exaggeration and wanted to hated get it. Out wanted to drop out times. several times yeah. yeah yeah um because it's it's as i mentioned earlier it's it's very it's difficult, but mm-hmm. then I didn't fit into like the typical engineering mold. And I, and I say this it, uh, from the standpoint of knowing quite a few. They're usually very introverted. Um, engineers are oftentimes very technical, very um, specific, very matter of fact, um, very arrogant. Mm-hmm. Condescending. Occasionally, I I um, tap into some of those, but I have a lovely wife who holds me accountable. <laughs> but uh, but that that's very typical, right? It's mm-hmm. a typical engineer. When people think about engineer, you think about the kind of nerdy type. I never fit that. Mm-hmm. I, I never fit that. Mm-hmm. And so, spending hours upon hours studying calculus or physics or differential equations or signals and systems, it didn't get me going. Although I knew several people who they just I mean, they loved it. They lived right. for it, and it just wasn't me. It wasn't mm-hmm. me. So, um, fortunately, I got married in college, and so that was really a driving force to complete it and get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew, I knew after my first year, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I have no desire to do this. Hmm. So, what made you get a master's in <laughs> manufacturing? Manufacturing, oh, MBA, manufacturing engineering. So, there's a couple things. Uh, the first thing that, that made me do it is that my mom always told me that you get your undergrad in what's desirable. And then you get your master's in what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I always wanted to be in management since uh, as long as I can remember because they make the most money. That was the first driver. As I got older, my, mm-hmm. my reasons changed. And so I knew I had to get an MBA in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my school um, allowed me to uh, begin taking master's courses without having to take the GMAT test. So mm-hmm. that was a big driver. And they also waived a couple of credits um, at, to get started. So that was another big factor. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as I was getting started doing my MBA, you could either take additional courses in an MBA or you could take concentration courses or a minor. And so, I was working in manufacturing, and so manufacturing made the most sense. And so, that's that's what I did. Did it online. Gotcha. Did it on, Well, it wasn't. It's kind of online, kinda I guess. Online. Yeah, they send you videos that you had to watch, and then they give you homework and interact with your professor. And I did that for five years. Five years, I think it took. To complete. Yes, we know you're good with those timelines. It, it took five years. Oh. Five years. <laughs> the master took five years, or it everything. Five, it took, no, it took five years. So I was only taking a course finish. at I was taking yeah. a course at a time. Okay. Um, you, you know, you gotta. If I put it in perspective, like I started taking it in 2009. In 2009, um, we had one kid. And then, no, we had two. We had two in 2009. Right, we had two in 2009. So I was working full-time, had two kids. 
Uh, at that point in time, Joy was pursuing a business. And so um, the idea of taking more than one course per semester, it just wasn't, it wasn't feasible. Gotcha. It okay. wasn't feasible. And so, yeah, I took that. I did that for, yeah, for five years and only took one semester off. Wow. So that's where I kind of want to go in that angle. You was, I know what business it was. The TT, right? Tiny Jones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you, we've had the discussion because, you know, you, you're, you're a great singer. You actually write as well because mm-hmm. you wrote for people. No. I thought you've written for people. Just myself. Just yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know how to, you know how to put a song together. By the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. So, she's my, being, she's being humble. She's being humble. This is where I'm about to mess with you, Joy. <laughs> so, not that you want fame, but this is one of those things. And I think a piece of me understands why. But it's kind of like you kind of run from it. Why? Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, you I just don't reasons. like all the attention, attention that comes with it. I mm, love right. being creative. Um, I'm, I can do that by nature. Um, God designed me that way, but I just hate all the attention. I feel you. I just don't like being in the front. I never mm. have. Um, but I love creating. And being a music artist, that's just what comes along with it. Um, so even when I released my EP, those five songs, My Heart, mm-hmm. in 2011, that was challenging because I'm like, I love making music. I love the whole process. I love, I don't love writing, but God gave me some songs. Oh, and you I don't? feel like, no. Um, but he did give me some, help me put pen to paper and make some songs. And I'm just like, but I don't want to be a traditional artist. I don't. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the opportunity of putting um, this company that licensing, licenses my music. And I don't have to perform. Mm-hmm. And they put it out there. That's how it got on power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been on R&B Divas. It's been on Wrestling Games. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. on Katie Couric's talk show. It's been the Crow Show. The Crow Show has been on... Um, it's like the real O'Neills, which is a TV show. Hey, it, I didn't it, know it's been on all that. Every it was and, th- and get by this, Walmart, 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 and get this. Mm-hmm. Um, every this? every time I read my royalty statements, it's so crazy because I'm I've crossed over to other countries. I'm mm-hmm. in China, Australia, Indonesia. I was actually on the Real Housewives of Dubai. I mean, Stop. I didn't even know there was a Real Housewives too? of Dubai. Everybody I didn't either. Real Housewives of Dubai. I mean, but real God. Real Housewives of, of, of Antarctica. <laughs> what? God literally honored my request. I'm like, I want this to go out there, but I don't want all, I don't want to be a traditional artist. I just mm-hmm. never wanted to do that. Even though at one point I was in a singing, a girl's singing group and we were so close to being like, famous but i mean we did that together but just by myself i just never yeah i get it i, I do get it because I, uh, that, yeah. the, the the territory that comes with fame i'd be thinking about people like cardi b or mm-hmm. beyonce or whoever they can't just run a kroger real quick and right. nah, we out of hot chocolate let me go get some hot chocolate mm-hmm. without paparazzi mm-hmm. everybody want an autograph yeah. um i so i do get that um uh Everybody, you know, you can't even store pictures on your cloud, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. your Google Cloud without somebody trying to hack it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants 
what we yeah. can we find you know if they find out where you live you probably get knocks on the door and you know you just don't have no more privacy mm-hmm. so i do get it i do get it um yeah i was just curious I don't think we ever really talked about it because I actually loved her, the music artist, and the I was way gonna bring she, her up. Yeah, the way I was she bring... went about that, I actually had that idea. I was like, I wonder, can I be a music artist and call myself anonymous and just no? Because I want people to respect the music yeah. and listen to the music. That's what's important. But I feel like when you throw yourself in there, it yeah, gets, it's critiquing you because yeah. her is the type of person. Everything else, she's the type of person. Even though I have seen her on interviews, yeah, now I, she's she's. She's, she's kind of getting out there, but she still kind of keep her disguise a little bit. Because if she I was a wall pastor, yeah, know I probably wouldn't know, even know who she is. Right, right. She probably got on a wig. Mm-hmm. She always wears sunglasses. She does. That's funny that you brought her up because yeah. I was going to bring I her up. I love that she did. I wish I she would have kept it going. Because at too. first she was having concerts to where she had on like sunglasses and it was dark. Mm-hmm. And people couldn't even see who she was. Now mm-hmm. she's more out there, but... I love that because yeah. it's like you really just appreciate her she, music and what she's saying. Like, I don't care about that's, her. But you know what? Yeah, her body and everything right. else. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the issues when you get signed with a label because they want to. They want you to look a certain yeah. way. They want to appeal. You get a whole right, team. Right, right, right. They yeah. help you right. turn you into um, your image. Your image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta, yeah, that's all they work on is the image. Yeah. They don't care nothing about the music. So, But her is somebody that I really respect because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what she looked like. Right. Mm-hmm. I just remember hearing the music was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Focus. Focus was the first song I heard by her. <laughs> the artist, her. Right. Um, and Spe- I, speaking of music, mm-hmm. okay. Oh my gosh. Nothing. Joyce, Joyce, considering <laughs> making more music, and you should. Yeah, I think you con- should. She's, she's considering it. Absolutely. So if you see an artist called Anonymous. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you see an artist called Anonymous. It's not Joy. <laughs> It's not me. It's not you. It's not me. She got one of those filters on her voice. I die. Will always. Is that a woman? Yeah, but I love making music. I love the whole process. I just don't like that. I really don't. If Mm. I can just some kind of way figure that out, throw Mm -hmm. all that away, and just just make music all yeah. day and put it out there. That's all that and matters And make lots me. of money so her people. husband can retire. I mean, the money right, is right. a factor because people would say, well, you got to make money. You got to do that stuff to make the money. So you got, yeah, but I wish there was a way where I can have money coming in. I could just make music and put it out there and bless people's lives because that's really what you, it's all about know, for me. Not you know who else got money. a good disguise that I wouldn't know if I passed her on the street? I don't know her real name, but Khalees of a walking, um, Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a Game of Thrones oh, person. Uh, Khaleesi? Khaleesi. Because remember I showed you that interview and I was like, did you know this was her? Oh, yeah. She she, she has looks disguised oh, herself. The with the blonde. With yes. the white hair. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about, talking about Danny? Danny. Daenerys? Yeah, Daenerys. I think something with her name changed. Her name was the one with the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch Game that, of Thrones, that's, by that's, the way. Yeah, that's Daenerys. Yeah, 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 yeah. She looks completely different. She, in real and, life, and, yeah. And, yeah, she looks completely she different. She's different in Solo. She was the uh, female antagonist in Solo. What is Solo? The Star Wars movie behind Solo. Yeah. I've never seen a Star Wars movie <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Don't kill me, people. Don't kill me, it people. Was, I, it, was, it was really good. She played a good part, too. And I have nothing yeah. against Star Wars. It, it looked nothing like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I put, know. I put, love it when people do that. Put you Just, on a uh, red wig or something. Not a red one. We'll figure out something else. Orange. <laughs> yeah, get your orange wig. Get you some, some big sunglasses. I just need for God to continue to open the doors so my music can be heard and put on different platforms without me having to perform it. Yeah. Just, 
yeah. do away with all that. Right. I mean, but some people love that. They love to perform, mm-hmm. and I respect that. I mean, but that's just never been my cup of tea. Never. Even when I was in elementary and high school, my friends would say, sing, sing. i say, okay, I'm going to the other room, and I'd be in the other room singing mm. for somebody they want. I never wanted to just be in the open singing. They want you to host a talent show. <laughs> <laughs> no. So let me let me let's rewind back a little bit further. When did you all get married? We got married July second, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two thousand five. But we met September fourth, two thousand four. So So y'all move quick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ten months. Mm-hmm. Almost to the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's faster than us. Ten months almost to the day. Cause we we're friends for a year, engaged for eight months, and then we got married. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually should have got married sooner, but we didn't. We drove a little bit. Yeah. So it's the hard knock life <laughs> for us. It's the hard knock life. So, so, give us the story. So, how, how did y'all meet? So, um, I'll, I'll give the abbreviated version. I'll try to get the abbreviated version. So I can see Joy looking like it's just going to be the right she'll version. Probably, right. She'll probably kick me if I don't give the right version. Okay. <laughs> so um, before I had met Joy, um, a friend of hers and my brother knew each other. Mm-hmm. And and uh, her friend had actually gone on a family trip with us because she had kind of grown close with our family. Her mm-hmm. daughter had gone to a couple of functions with us. So, <coughs> we, you know, we were pretty close. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when I'm trying to think of the right way to explain it. So, um, that summer after we got on the trip, um, things were kind of rocky. I would say for the both of us, I was kind of, I kind of swore off being in a relationship for a long time. Um, joy was a single mother and was focusing on, um, her and her son. So she had other priorities as well. And so kind of out of the blue, uh, her friend, recommended that she and I meet. Um, my brother kind of played middleman about me getting her phone number. And then I would say the next day. What? Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, then, then maybe a, a day or two later, um, my pastor at the time actually recommended that I talk to joy. And so it was kind of like, he called me too and was telling me all about him. Cause yeah. yeah, he's yeah. a little bit younger than me, yeah. and, and we, I was like, and we weren't I'm in the same circles. Either. We weren't in the a same younger circles. guy because most guys are already a little bit immature. Right. And I was in college. And then he was younger, so it was like, oh no, 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 right. And so the pa- pastor vouched, like, oh no, he's a different kind. Yeah, he's mature. Mm. You gotta just talk to him to see for yourself. He said, "Come on, Stella. She's not that much older than me." But but uh, but yeah, so they, so you know we had all these recommendations between my brother, her friend, our pastor at the time, and it was kind of like, who is this woman that I need to meet? And so uh, her, her she opens the door, hair was blowing, <laughs> light behind her, like so. Here, so here's what's funny, right? So even before that, there were a couple instances, and it's just it's just funny how life works out. It's a couple instances where um, I had run into Joy. We seen each other, and so. Uh, a couple weeks prior to that, 
I got a deeper version, ladies, she does, but she, I'm not going to she, She's not going to get all that. She's not going to get You should. Why not? <laughs> That oh that that that'll be the next the next one we get, on, we get get on. ready if yeah. you're not if you're married if you're unmarried and you are waiting for your husband um, the best advice I give to single women wanting to be married is to um, focus on God and focus on loving you focus on God and focus on loving you mm-hmm. and when it's time and focus on becoming a wife. You know, um, because I feel like a wife is made, you're made into a wife before you become a wife through God and your relationship with God. So that's what I was focused on. Mm-hmm. But this particular day, I had prayed, because I, I used to pray for my husband before I was a, actually married. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, you know, I pray for my husband. I pray that he will, you know, protect him, guide him wherever he is right now, cover his mind, you know, blah, blah, blah. Lord, let me see my husband. I just stepped out on faith. So let me see my husband today. But mm-hmm. I had forgot I prayed that. Uh-huh. And that day, I actually seen LaShawn. We wow. ran into each other. Yeah. So, so we ran. So, did he knock down the books out your hand? And y'all end up bending down, picking them up together, no. gazing into each other's eyes. No. 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 no, no, no. That sounds like something. Right. Out of a movie. Is it her? No, so. Is this him? <laughs> so I was actually out to lunch with a co-worker friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't know Joy, although we went to the same church. I didn't know Joy. We didn't. And so we were at church. I hadn't I mean, even we, forgot that I prayed that. Right, I had to be right. reminded. And so we were at lunch, and we were on our way out. And I was like, hey, I know you. And I don't know if I got your name at that point in time. I know I at least spoke. But I don't know if I got your name. Yeah, yeah. Second. It was very brief. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to her. I was like, hey, oh, it was good to see you. Did the other. What's your phone number? But no, not even not even then. You gotta remember. So I was at a I was at a place to where I had swore off dating. Now although I wasn't that old, I had some unfortunate experiences leading up to that, where I said that I am I'm not gonna date until I'm fifty. I'm not gonna do it till I'm fifty. Fifty. <laughs> fifty. Woo. I was I, I was like, if this is what dating is all about, I have other things to do with my time. Boy, I'll wait till I'm fifty. Vaseline stock was about to go. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was not thinking about the stocker use of Vaseline <laughs> for other purposes. And so, uh, you know, I, I was just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And so even when I saw her, I wasn't thinking like, yeah, I'm going to talk to her. And it had nothing to do with with um, uh, anything other than that, right? And so that happened. And then, uh, I don't know if it was the same day or later on in the week, we're driving down the highway no, and I, and she again. pulls and she 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 didn't pull up next to me. That make it not sound like yet. she was thirsty. She wasn't thirsty. Not, <laughs> even, not even a little bit. Sad. Not even, true. She, she wasn't thirsty. Not even a little bit. And so, uh, but we happen to be coming from the same direction. Later, I find out she's coming from UD, and then I'm coming from Kettering. And so we would both hit 35. Happened to be right around the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I saw her, and she saw me, and we waved, kept moving. Even then, on the highway, on the highway, so on 35, crazy. literally on the highway. What's the likelihood of that happening? <laughs> right on the highway. Yeah. And then uh, that following Sunday, there was a uh, church picnic. Mm-hmm. It was a church picnic, and Pastor Paul at that point in time, yeah, <laughs> Pastor the <laughs> introduced us. <laughs> uh, introduced us. He um, he was actually passing out the tickets, and he said, uh, "Do you know? Do you know Joy?" I was like, "No, I don't know Joy." Introduced myself. I was like, "Nice to meet you." Um, but I ended up not going to the picnic, and I didn't see her. Right, but that was the first time we got introduced. Mm. Right, right. That was the first formal time we got introduced. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And yeah. so, um, yeah, th- maybe about a couple weeks later, 
the whole thing went down with our pastor, my brother, her friend, and then on September fourth, right yeah. after her birthday. Yeah, we end up getting on the phone. Get on the phone. We're and we were for a long time. Like four or five hours. A long time. <laughs> wow. And she, and Did y'all call each other after seven where the minutes was free? <laughs> <laughs> it was after seven. <laughs> it was after seven. You better know it. Or <laughs> after, after nine. Was it nine o'clock? It was it was it <laughs> might have been nine shoot. at that point. <laughs> But it was late. It was late because she actually had to sing on the praise team the following morning. And mm-hmm. we didn't go to bed till like 1 or 2 o'clock talking on the phone. Um, and then we saw each other the next You're not tired. You know when you um on the phone and you first right, meet somebody right. and you be like all you just, just be, you be all exhilarated. In. Like, you know, all in. I did have okay. to pray though, like, Lord, please let me be able to get up in the morning. Five. Right, right. <laughs> you be all skipping. Like, right. Good part. morning. That was that day you had extra joy. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with you? The spirit is moving in here today. Yeah. Right, right. And so uh, that following day, she had to sing, and uh, I went to church. Um, and funny enough, we were in the same color. We coast. were like dressed alike we were with dressed the same alike. colors on. Totally unplanned. The oh praise team had to wear red and black, and I wore red and black, and she liked it except for the shoes, and she reminds me of them. Them shoes. She reminds me of them shoes. Hey, praise God for grace. People evolve and, and get better. I was in college. Or something. And ladies, you have to. You can't let little things like the shoes, because the shoes or his age, both of those things. If I would have, if I would have just not kept pushing through, I would have let that turn me off. Same thing with shoe. his glasses. Yeah, the I was shoes. like, oh my god. I was wearing contacts. No, you wasn't. You wore contacts because of me. Now get it right. You had them little small little little glasses, some little wire glasses, and I was like, you should get contacts. That was my hint, hint to get rid of them glasses. And you got contacts. You've been a contact wearer ever since. Look at there. You I don't get, remember no they upgrade you, brother. They upgrade. Upgrade. That's what they do. Listen, you get a good one. They upgrade. Hey. You. I was deep in my studies with my glasses. <laughs> you look like it too. You look like you it. You did look like it. That's funny. I'm telling my mother. That's, that's how funny. you look. That's funny. But um, but yeah. So I was flat though. Two yeah. week. Two weeks later, we were uh, we went on our first date. We spoke. We spoke daily. Uh, either via yeah. email or kind of phone call. <laughs> email. Yeah, no, email, right? What yeah. are you texting? It was either phone call or at, email. At Sinclair.edu. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's actually ud.edu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. That, that's the time where the Blackberry was probably like popular. Everybody didn't have a block, right, Blackberry. Right, right, right. So I remember using my school. Yeah, email, I went to school. Right. I went to right. Sinclair. Right. I remember using that email for stuff yep. and uh, <laughs> forwarding messages. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. I got a million dollars now. I give you twenty thousand yeah. if you transfer it to my bank. <laughs> you know those are the same Nigerians that beat up Jesse Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong for that, man. Those are the same dudes. He apologized to any Nigerian listeners. <laughs> uh, these are just—it's done in good fun. Please, it's nothing personal. It's all him, Terrence, DJ Dorsey. It's nothing personal at all. No, we used to get those emails. Everybody, back got, then. everybody got those. Emails. Oh my God. Yeah, I actually so, saved all the emails that when I left my job at UD, oh, I had did you? all those emails mm-hmm. and I put them in a folder and sent them to my new email. Right, mm-hmm. You scanned them? You Xerox copied them? I just forwarded them. them. Oh. <laughs> wow. Because like, he did um, um, three months on at, right. in home in Dayton and then three months up at school. So I remember that. Do yeah. that mm-hmm. We would just be emailing away. Couldn't wait email. to get to work. Start emailing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got mail. Right. That's the only way we communicate. That mean, but that yeah. really helped in our early days because yep. we talked about everything. And when that's one of the biggest 
biggest, biggest um, things that matter the most in a marriage is communication. Right. So we got a lot of that communication in the yeah. beginning. It established I mean, a solid every foundation. Every question you can think to ask, we asked. And right. it helped, too, to not be in each other's face at com- the email, just mm-hmm. email. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you think about this? If, or that? And if, just get a, their perspective. So we communicated a lot. And it forces us to put the priorities in order, right? It wasn't about... Um, it wasn't about how either of us looked, although those were added benefits. We mm-hmm. we both are good looking people. <laughs> um, it was it was just a, it was an added benefit. It was about being able to appreciate and love the person that that we were that we were. So speaking of, we 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 did a topic about two weeks ago here on the podcast, right. and we actually kind of just talked about it here recently uh, while we was down here. Looks, you just mentioned looks. Mm-hmm. Now, what are your thoughts as a male? <laughs> I'm just curious. You can't, you can't see the lady's face. Yeah. So, do you do you agree or disagree? And it, this is this is for the women too. But I know as a man, as a, as an, as a in my 30s mature man, when it comes to a woman, of course, when you see a woman, the looks might be attractive. Of course, you know, you see a woman that you that might be attracted to your eyes, but what comes out of her mouth can kind of determine her true yeah. beauty. So, I like, for instance, one of my examples to Maya was, if I see Jennifer Lopez, you know, Jennifer Lopez was like my celebrity crush. And I said, if Jennifer Lopez, as much as I think she looks great, if she opened her mouth and then popped a cigarette in and was like, what's up, mother? You yeah. know, it's I a can't, rap. Yeah, it's a rap. what's up, mother? Man, what word, word to Don, son? Like, <laughs> like, she just was like, not ladylike and just had a foul mouth. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care about a woman cussing, but it's just like if your mouth right. was just foul and you ain't talking about nothing, I'm looking at you now like you ugly. Mm. Right, right. What do you think about that? Like as as a male, like, a, and then also what I said too was I think sometimes women put more emphasis on their looks than a man does. Right, right. Well, so so I, I would say I was the typical man before I met my wife, mm-hmm. um, or actually not even before I met my wife, before I had some of the experiences I had that same year. Um, Meaning what? I was very, I was, I would say I was very superficial mm-hmm. um, with the intent on having depth in the relationship. But with some of the things that I experienced, the superficial became irrelevant. Like I didn't care. Like it, it, it really did not matter. Um, and so, so that's, that's where I, that's where I changed my whole perspective. And the reason why I say that is because um, when I, when I met Joy, um, it allowed me to focus on the things that were more important. Mm-hmm. And I tell Joy this, she don't never believe me, but I tell Joy, I said, Joy is my definition of beautiful. And as she evolves, my definition evolves. Mm. And so... You better say that, brother. I, she don't believe me. She, you getting and, something tonight, though. I, know. <laughs> I better be. So, <laughs> this, this is going out to the mask. Yeah. But, but I say that because... Um, Every, every, you know, as, as she's had children, as as we've both gotten older, as our skin has changed, our hair has changed, like, she's still beautiful to Metabolism me. Metabolism then yeah. changed. Matt, Jesus. And, and, I, and I'm just as guilty of it as she is, right? Like, I don't look Ooh. the same way when we met. Um, and so, and so for me, I, I don't, I don't, because our foundation was built on something far deeper and more important than that, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It just, it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, um, now, now my peg has changed, right? Um, I'd be lying if I said that women aren't physically attractive and those mm-hmm. sort of things. So I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with Terrence in regards to that there are women who are physically attractive and as soon as they do something that is, um, 
outside of something desirable, cigarettes, a lot of profanity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a lot of disrespect, mm-hmm. just just things that that are just Random. aren't attractive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to describe just aren't attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are big, big no. Turn off. But I don't look at anybody else that way. I'm happily married. Right. Good answer. Happily, right. <laughs> happily married. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you how do how do how do women how do y'all view men like? And I'm just talking about as a woman. Like, I mean, his answer was good. He don't, y'all don't see nobody else. Y'all don't see nobody. You don't see nobody else but me. But um, and and you know, how do y'all feel? How do like in that regards? How do you guys? I'll let Joy answer. Mm, I don't have an answer. How do we feel about men being attractive? I mean, just like I said, there are women who I are, feel like it's important to me mm-hmm. how you look. And taking care of yourself. I mean, it's the number. Especially one. the shoes, huh? <laughs> Especially oh the shoes. Shoes, I mean, honey, yes. mean a lot. Ooh, we had to get those together. All new shoes but, enjoy approved before they right. enter the public. Oh my gosh! But yeah, I. It's definitely more to a person than how they look, um, but I do think it's an important factor to me. Some mm-hmm. some women don't care. Some women don't, you know. That's not something that they care about. Um, but I did care about that. I wanted somebody that was attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they cared about themselves. But number one was love God and love themselves and, and the way that they treated people. That was number one mm-hmm. um, for me. But definitely it's important to keep yourself well-groomed, um, kept up, um, and looking and smelling good. It's important to me. Yeah, I passed a uh, kissable test. But yeah many times yes and so um i would say that it's not something that i mean it's just important to me that's all i'll say it's important but he's changed you know and we change so it's not like top priority like if he changed you know belly's a little bit bigger you know gray hair is popping out like that it's so much deeper than that our love and so like but if he starts to get a little bit heavier or his hair is not being kept up. I just, hey, babe, come on. Let me cut your hair. Or she'll cut, yeah, she'll cut it for me like, like she did, did yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cut your hair. Let's work out together. You know what I mean? Let's get our bodies together. As Do you was cutting together. his hair, I was thinking about me getting shaved by Maya, and I just had color purple color in my brain. Purple? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking in my head, like, could I let Maya shave me? And what did I say to you, Joy? What did I say yesterday? I was like, oh, no, no Terrence ain't going to let me do it. I no can see way. myself leaning back as soon as she make one wrong move. <laughs> I said, no way. Joy's had a lot of practice. No, Well, you, you know, got to have a, a, a model to practice on. You know what I'm saying? You have to give practice, practice. time. She's had a lot of he won't let me practice at all. I'm like, you have a bald head. I just got to know how you're feeling there... about me that day. <laughs> <laughs> With a razor in your you better hand. buy her flowers before she gets started. <laughs> how babe, much can I want? mess up? It's bald. Like, no, you can nick. Well, I'm not going to nick because there's a lot of shaving cream on there. And it's just gentle strokes. <laughs> You should this let me like try shaving, it. It's just like shaving legs, right? Absolutely. But I have a lot of practice with but that. But the legs are kind of more up and down. A head is a little bit, there's more rounding <laughs> curves to it. You can it. show oh, me. Oh, no, you, you've seen me come out with blood on my head before because yeah, I've nicked that, myself. that's not because of me. No, no, no I'm not saying because of you. You probably wouldn't. Say it, Joy. Say it. Okay, podcast over. Say it, Joy. No, I mean, because it's like. You have to let me try these things and then say no. 
I'll let you do my back. <laughs> I do that already. <laughs> I spread the cheeks you cut right. in between. <laughs> we'll start there. One day I was like, babe, um, do you realize. Back to Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you realize you have hair on your back? He was like, do I? was like, yeah. Had a whole like, ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> one big braid. It's one babe, of those can things you, that change. Babe, you know, can you shave that? You know, yes, happily. I, I said, I don't want to be that guy that got hair coming out the top of my shirt. I was like, oh, oh heck yeah. no. Cause his all the men, y'all all hairy. Like your yeah. dad was super hairy like that. So it's it's highly possible if you don't stay on top of it. Yeah. So I. So I'm, yeah, I'm, those are things that it, I, it's still important to me. But it's it, our love runs deeper than that. But when yeah. he starts to get, you know. Like, but that's he don't good. Care but about it. he would never do that to me. I'm okay with it. But he will never. He will not touch. That subject. Oh, heck no. Oh, no, you look great. You Always. Crazy? All the time. Even, you look beautiful. No. It's not, right. even, it's not even out of fear of, of uh, the consequences, right? It's it, For me, it is, I really don't, I really, I promise you, I don't even notice it. When Joy gains weight, I don't even notice she's gaining weight. She notices it. I don't even pay attention. I don't even catch it. I don't even catch it. And that's one of them oh, things, like man. I said yesterday, there's more pressure on the women that us men ain't even really looking at. Right. But my yeah. thing is, if you know your wife is having some issues with her changes, as a husband, it's important to validate that and say, yeah. hey, you know what? I understand that you may be feeling some kind of way, but I love you. You look good. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm. That's where I is be coming enough? from. Is that enough? If Yeah, try it. <laughs> oh, yeah, try it. So on to the next <laughs> section of the podcast. <laughs> You gotta try it. You never know. You gotta try it. So you said Whataburger is not that great. <laughs> <laughs> we should do In and Out. In and Out Burger. Yeah. You gotta try it. I'm like you. I don't touch it. I, I, you know, certain things. Good or bad. Touch. That's my point. Good, Good or bad. He don't, don't touch, touch it at all. No, no I mean, but you, but but to that point though, I have, um, and we've had many discussions about it because because I don't. I don't see that. I don't see it good or bad. Joy has uh, had to remind me that that's something that she needs, even as a love language. So I have to be conscious of paying attention yes. and complimenting her. I, and, and it's not because she doesn't look good. I just, I don't, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. It's more important to me how Joy is treating me than it is how she looks. And I can't get into too many stories. I probably can't get into no stories, but there are many examples where she'd be like, you think I'm, I'd be like, yeah, she'd be like, Okay. No, you're just saying that because she don't believe you're supposed it. to say it. She don't see, believe it. Stuff like that makes me stop yep. saying it. Because there's been times when I'll be like, oh, that looks nice. You you don't think I look fat in but, this? But uh, I would I say that to my you. girlfriend. I just told I would you be you like, look nice. Joy could say, because we have a situation I'm not ready to talk about yet. <laughs> but she's like, I think you look great. You don't need to do that. And I'm like, mm, nah. But that doesn't keep her from continuing to encourage me saying, no, right. I really do think that you look great and you don't need to do that. You know what I mean? So it doesn't like me saying, do you really doesn't keep her from still encouraging me. Because I already know it's touching. It's like it took me a lot to even say it. And then when you say, why does it take a lot to say it? Because I know it's a sense. It could be a sensitive subject. So if I say something, is he playing? I don't think I look nice in this. He lying. But you so, should still so, continue. So when to you say, when you kind of like, you should still continue to say it. So, but to your point, that may be because you haven't gotten into the the routine or the habit of saying it. And that, like I said, for me, that was that was always my biggest not. That was routine a hurdle for me is getting into. That was, Did y'all hear that? <laughs> yep. Yep. Sign her. <laughs> <laughs> But I I, I I had to get into the routine and habit, although Joy hates when I do that, of of 
paying attention so then I can acknowledge because it's not that she didn't she didn't or doesn't look pretty or beautiful. It's just that I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Um she has a hard time accepting that even now on the podcast. Uh, well, well no, so it's like see it. So the best way to explain is that when I when I see you, what are the most attractive qualities and attributes about you? for me anyway, is your heart. It's not about how you look. And so when your heart is ref- is in the right place and you're being loving, you're being kind, you're helping people, those are the things that are the most attractive to me. It's not. I'm not looking like, oh, man, how you looked at that. I'm just not looking at that. I am physically not looking at that. And so I've had to get into the habit of looking at that. That doesn't take away from how I you look. I understand what you're saying. It's just not where my head was. That, goes back, that goes back to you saying how you're being treated. And how she makes you feel right exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure so, for sure so that goes back to even what i was saying kind of like a woman that i think might look attractive and then when she say certain things and like the things that come out of her can be like that Don't that comes out good. of her right that comes out of her suitcase hey. <laughs> here you <laughs> go suitcase. there we go no but <laughs> the things that come out of her makes me be like oh now that's beauty you know like right, you know, the right. way she, oh the way she talks to me oh now that's you know, but if she like you, mother, I'm like whoa, mm-hmm. right, right. So really, that so I hear is very important to men. Very, it's 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 more important than I believe that women give credit for, right? Yeah. So so if you're looking for a short lived relationship, it's all superficial. It's all superficial. It's about how the woman looks. It's about how her body looks. It's about how her face looks. It's all superficial. But if in order to have depth. It has to be more than that. And so it's how she treats you. It's how she respects you. It's how she lets you be a man. If she lets you do those things, the looks, because they're going to fade, are going to mean less and less. They're not going to be important. Thousand percent facts. They're not going to be important. Thousand percent yeah. facts. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll end on that note. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I was going to say something, about, but we not, because I think that was a beautiful ending. We'll pick this up next week, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come to Dayton? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be alone with this conversation. They'll hear it next week. No, we need them there. I'm, I need some reinforcement. Uh, we'll pick up. it up. See, up. see, that's the type of scary stuff from a woman. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> there are certain things that a woman should never say to a man. We'll talk about it later. Or, we, we, or we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> don't ever look. You could be you could be with your boys, yeah, bro. You know he shot that ball, and you get a call. We need to talk. Oh, oh bro. man, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I don't even care about that Steph Curry three, <laughs> bro. I, I I gotta go. And the dude be looking like you all right, bro. I don't know. We are gonna she, see. She said we gotta talk. <laughs> That's true. the That's worst funny. thing you can say to a man. It's is, true. We gotta talk. It's so true. And I think Maya sometimes you be like. Don't say that. It ain't nothing. Why you getting all? Why you getting all? Why defensive? you getting all tight and working? It's out. like it ain't nothing good. <laughs> it's not necessarily. And then she be like, she be like, true. Can you go to the mall and get some more of that perfume for me? You could have just said that. Right. You didn't have to say we got to talk. You, you, Maya dresses stuff up like, oh babe, I really need to talk to you. Yeah, but we ain't got no more corn. Right. In the, uh, He's in the, so, in the such a liar. <laughs> such a liar. Is that it? Such a liar. But y'all, so, but it's the same thing with us. Like if y'all ask us, how do we look? And we'd be like, mm. oh, he didn't tell me plenty of times, no, babe. But if, but no, the babe. Minute, the minute you hear that sound, if it's anything other than, yeah, I think you should wear something else. Oh, that's not my favorite. 
if we say anything else other than that, you're not gonna believe it. Cause that's a precursor in y'all's heads that he don't like it. It's the same. It's the same Listen, situation. Okay, cause we about to be out of time. But look, <laughs> so we on the cruise. We got all the time we need. We on the cruise this past Christmas, yeah. right? And so I call our, I call myself trying to make sure we was color coordinated for the family photo for Christmas. Okay. So I have this red dress. Now I don't walk the mall because you know when you have in your mind how you want stuff to look. Right. You know, you done walked the mall, you done took the stuff home, they can't fit it, gotta take it back, all this stuff. So for me, I found a dress and it was like fifteen dollars. It was like um Gabrielle Union's line. Fifteen dollars. And I was like, Cool, I'm just gonna make this work for me, but I'm gonna put all my energy in there. We get to take the picture that day. I'm getting dressed on the cruise and I said, I'm all dressed up, the kids dress, everybody's dressed. And I said, Well, um, what do you think about the dress? I was like, How you think I look? It's not my favorite. <laughs> um, it's all right. So I was like, okay. I really don't remember. But that. he was honest. I didn't flip out. I didn't trip. It's but really of course. Not <laughs> but of course, I, I wanted him dodge. to like it because I had put my time and energy in it for right, us to all right, coordinate. Right. But I ain't tripped. There's been many a times early on in our in our marriage where he'll be like he can give his honest opinion. He would be like no, babe. Mm-mm. No, babe. Nah. Mm-mm, babe. So I'm like, well, what has changed between then and now? Here and now. <laughs> See? I he de- he All the time. But, uh, but, I, but I think, I mean, what you said is a perfect example. So based on based on history, you've already determined that when he's doing that, he's not being 100% honest. And so whenever he gives that kind of response, you don't have a whole lot of faith in what the next words are going to be. And it's the same thing with men here. We need to talk. I don't have any confidence. It's going to be anything. It's going to be a good conversation. I have yeah. absolutely zero confidence yeah. that the outcome is going to be something that I want to endure. It's more like, Uh-oh. all right, here we go. Yeah. What did I do now? <laughs> even if even if the outcome is good, when you start with that, that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. You know, you get these little nuances about your spouse that you learn over time. You'd be I like, I don't say it. I just wait until going. two in the morning. Wait till it's you time. snore and I say, oh, um, no. <laughs> have not been doing this or that because I, I can't sleep. Right she give me when I'm vulnerable. She give me when I'm vulnerable. Babe, oh can we God. talk about this in the morning? Uh, no. And it just get worse at that hour. No. Because she's good for that. She'll catch me late at night. Like, no. Because you my, just came to bed. So I'll it's like, like this is our time to talk. Dead smack tired ready, babe. And when, or, or that's the other one. It's, you know, like on Antoine Fisher, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Now she talking to you. So when I hear, hey, babe. I'm kind of like, oh, we good. When I hear that flatline, babe. <laughs> and it's 11.42 p.m. Oh, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Not that hey, You don't get that hay in the front. Yeah, Look, you that, be texting LaShawn like, that, oh, man. <laughs> exactly. Pray for me, man. Look, and it's, it's just, just following more. And it's actually just when I put my head on that pillow, I didn't got I didn't got the part warm. My, I'm, I'm sucked into the in my I'm comfort spot. Right. Like the, the bed is... It's came to my you. form it's hugging you. and she like as soon as I get down babe <laughs> and you don't answer with your whole body you answer with your eyes just one look over you about to do this you about to do this yes Michelle will say just what he just said we about to do this I do that's my, yeah. that's my go to yeah. like, we about to do, do this right now right yeah. now and it's and like, like yes, I'm tired yes. I'm, babe I'm so tired babe I can't go to sleep I can't sleep we gotta talk about it 
Give me the KY. Let me help you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll, that's a wrap. That'll fix right. everything. <laughs> I'll help you go to sleep. Uh, yeah. Only it fixed everything. Yeah. Yours, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, All right, y'all. This is another episode of the Dorsey Dan Podcast. We are, I think this is our first time being out of town recording. Yes. So, Dallas, thank y'all for opening up your house to us. Um, Everybody should visit Dallas. It's a nice place. It is a nice place. It is very nice. And thank y'all for your hospitality, as always. We love you guys. I'm going to be sad in a couple hours when I got to board this plane. Sorry I ate the last of the Fruity Pebbles. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't going to be a problem to tomorrow morning. Oh, going back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a problem at all. So, the kids are up now. Good timing. And, uh, I am DJ Doris E. And I am Maya Doris E. And this is another episode of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Until next time. Holla. Bye-bye. She said bye-bye. <laughs>